Welcome to no. Side Talks. No. I didn't even do what you thought I was going to do. I know, do. but I'm scared. You know what song I really hate? What song do you really hate? In the thunder. Lightning in the thunder. I think I've mentioned it before. I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't L- either. Lightning but it's like the th- Lightning. It's a baby. It's baby music. It's but people listen music? to it like normal. Like like Baby Shark? Yeah. hey Shout kind out of. to the Baby I mean, Shark yes, song. No, like in that, that same way. Lightning in the thunder. In the thunder. Um, I don't know. Who is that? That's like one of those like... I know it. I can't. I'm not a fan. Imagine Dragons. There it is. Yep. What? Which is also a baby name for a band. Do you think that they came? That like? Do you think this is a bunch of dudes in a room and they were like this? We could come up with a, a name that appeals to four year olds. We could have music that four year olds can relate to. Like they like. What does a four year old know? They know Rain and Thunder. Like they re- can relate to that. We could sing about that and other shit that's like along those same lines and and like. That will get into cars, into minivans across the country, and people will want to listen to this because all these little kids will be like, Mommy, put on the Thunder song. Am I wrong? I No, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. But, like, it's also why they have millions of dollars. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I'm, I'm laughing, but who's really laughing, Corey? Who's really laughing? I'm To the bank. I'm not laughing. The Imaginary Dragons. The Imaginary Dragons. And I um, think they're also... Um, like the killers, a Ut- like Utah morbid Mormon band. That oh, tracks. Shit. That tracks. Oh, were the killers Mormon? Yeah, I didn't realize that. Um, yeah, they like to. Yeah, wow. I'm surprised by that. I guess stunned into silence uh, yeah, by same. all of this. This same. is just an ecosystem of bands that I well, don't think about or listen to or acknowledge the existence of in any well, way. You're not missing anything, man. Oh really? Well, they, don't they? Are they the ones that have that other song? It's like Mama said, "I'm gonna be famous" or whatever that is. That like Mama said, I'm you better could, than you. You could say any. <laughs> I don't know. You could say anything, and I'm I would gonna, have no choice I'll but to find believe it you. For the, I'll find it for the outro. Oh. Mama said, "I'm gonna be famous. Yes, I'm, I'm the best." Um, These songs that are like, "I'm the best." I'm t- done. We've had enough of them. Yeah. Uh, they're and totally enough. I don't need any more. Like I'm the man. There's that man song too. But that's by the Killers, right? The Killers have a you man need to, song. You need to realize I'm the man. Yeah, yeah, I think that sounds like the Killers. Yeah, and that's when I think Taylor Swift was like, I could do that song too then. Sure. And did her own version of that. Yeah, which, why not? Yeah, agreed. I mean, she's <sighs> a billionaire now. She is of the a billionaire. Eras tour. She is a billionaire. She could, if she wanted to, rent one of those caterpillar things and just roll it right over the Imagine Dragons. And I wish she would. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just, <flatten. laughs> just just roll up to one of their concerts and while they're singing in the lightning and the thunder, just roll the fuck over them. And by the way, all of us Swifties would be like, she had a good reason. Who gives a shit? She had a good reason. No jury would convict her. <laughs> None. Um, None. Well, uh, what's up, Ding Dongs? Um, this is Corey no Kraft coming at you from Batwell Studios here across the table from my co-host. Rachel Morgan. That's right. Uh, shout out to all you Corey heads and kittens out there. <laughs> We're going to get started talking about uh, cinema here in a moment, not imaginary dragons unless they are cinematic <laughs> in nature. I bet they're on a soundtrack or two because they they're probably want to catch so that. Many, gotta be, right? but, or they were like 12 years ago. Mama I don't know said, if, I'm going to find they're, this. They're a thing. It's so on soundtracks anymore but they it's should go of, away these are songs that by the way i have i'm telling you right now and i am a person who bitches a lot about people who are driving and how they're always on their phones and this and that but i have been known to to make a move that was slightly dangerous and dri- during driving to get that song off the radio do you know what i mean like i i needed both hands on the wheel but i was like fuck it i can't like if i go headlong into this vehicle fine but i can't listen to this for one more second 
Sorry. I would rethink those priorities. <laughs> <laughs> I could listen to annoying music if it meant no, getting to my I, I, that's how destination much, that's safely. How, that's how much it gets me, Corey. As I'm like, ah, well, I'm, I'm just very quickly scanning risk in my brain. And, and the weight of it is like, I'll probably avoid that entire grassy knoll. Got to get this fucking thing off of here. Well, if you're listening to Side Talks while driving, keep both hands on the wheel, please. Um, unless you're sw- swinging your fist in the air at Corey. Yeah, unless you're doing that. And then but, we're fine. You know, just do that mentally. If <sighs> you can. All right, let's talk about the movies. All right, let's 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 get into it. What's this shit? <laughs> it was the weird. That was the weirdest one I've ever done. Yeah, I think it might be. I was trying to do something different, and I was just like, go with whatever comes to mind, and that was it. Um, it doesn't work as well. Doesn't work as well. No, I thought that was. I we mean, liked that, it. Brought, that brought a new energy. Yeah, I got it, it was just like, yeah, in, incredulous. Yeah. I think is how I would describe it. Like, what the fuck is this? Well, shit? it is apropos because okay. I did just make you leave the room so I could watch a clip because I did not do. I thought I'd done my homework, but I had skipped part of my homework. I hate when that happens. And uh, and I've watched a clip now, and I've watched a clip. I'm gonna let you know it's a fairly recent film. Okay. I'm telling you that because it is as generic as hell. Okay, Uh-oh. but so let me let me set it up for you and describe it, and then you're gonna try to guess it. Here we go. Okay. So it, the scene, and I don't know where it lands in the film, but my guess is a little ways in. Um, involves some like voiceover from one of the characters and we start out and we're in a boat and and what looks to be like um like a marshy river like a swampy kind of place right okay. and it's a young woman who's in, in this like rowboat slash like little tiny motorboat kind of thing okay. going down the river and i can't really tell what's happening it almost seems like maybe there's some either there's a disconnect between what they cut to next or she's imaginary i, I can't tell uh-huh. um not because of any of the filmmaking but just because of the way that it's cut together yeah, yeah, yeah. through the editing so um and then she passes a, a young man in a boat and part of the voiceover is like that's when i realized he was like the, the who was the love of my life is and, this where the crawdads oh sing? my god you got it I didn't even get to the point where they get on the port where where he put he um is like look like little I guess they're crawdads but look like little grasshopper paintings he's that she's yeah. pinning on the wall and then she goes out into her porch and he enters the porch and um and it's something I mean it's so like it's like it's yanked from the notebook almost where he's like you know I love you and she's like you know I love you and they begin taking their shirts off yeah well and, and big music happens. I saw this movie and I don't really remember Woo! the context of, of any of this shit. Uh, it's not good. It it is kind of notebooky, but it also has a murder mystery element. Oh, I realize that. Um, Couldn't have told from this. It's not a. It's not an easy mix. I appreciated that he didn't have any hair on his body. He was like a hairless cat. That I like. That was that's the kind of the like. I think my the only thing I can say about this scene to like maybe encourage you to see it is that. People, I would not rec- if I went to Publix after this session. I would he could be there and I wouldn't recognize him. But he did take his shirt off and there was no hair, and I I liked that. Part. Well, that was good. That he looked sure. a little hairless cat if, on the porch. If you're nice. into hairless cats, see where the crawdad sing. There you go. If you're into Taylor Swift songs playing know, during the I end know. credits, which I assumed she liked this film, she didn't have to do that. But, um, um, I don't know why. I don't know why either. It's based not, on what I saw, it's not. It's not great. It's is it shot in Savannah or Charleston? That's probably. what it looks like. Yeah, um, I, that's I, pretty. I like, wa- thought that was pretty. Truthfully, I watched this when I had COVID, so it oh, was all the fever. Jam. In the sort of fog of like, I need to watch some shit that I don't care about. 
and that was one uh, such film. I definitely can see why you didn't care about it, but uh, you got it. You it got did not it really inspire quickly. me to care about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I got it quickly. I'm a fucking good boss. job. I, I'll tell you where the crowd What's funny saying. is when I was like, what film should I pick? And I just did a quick search for worst films of 2022. And that's one that came up as I was scrolling through. I thought Corey's definitely watched the shit. Yeah, but just so you know, I was like, Corey definitely sat down and watched where the Crawdags dad sing. I don't know is, what that says about you, but I knew it. It is not one of the worst movies of 2022. It's not wow. one of the best. Wow. <laughs> it's not even one of the good ones, but it's not one of the worst. Um, I mean, yeah, some other bad. stuff came up that I was like, that's one of my favorites. So you can't no. trust an internet search, y'all. Uh-oh. But this definitely, I don't think. I don't think it's on anybody's favorite list. No, it can't possibly There's no be. way. There's no way. I also know it was based on a best-selling novel, yes. right? Yes, And that it came and went very quickly, which made me think, boy, that must have been bad. Because, you know, even even a kind of a real, you know, a halfway bad movie based on a best-selling novel does pretty well. So this must have been a real flusher. Yeah, I don't know that anybody loved it. Yeah. Anyway, all right, that's it. You won. Good job. So now it's time for a segment of the podcast called Phone a Friend, where we do just that. Phone a friend. Hello? What's up, Bross? It's Rachel and Corey. What's up? How's it going? Have you, um, are you on the other side of your John Waters hangover? Oh my gosh! Yes, I'm, I'm full. I'm clear-eyed. Yes, I'm good to go. But um, but you know, always a good story. Oh, such a good story! And you did send us an image of your um your Santa dick, um, <laughs> yep. that you gave him, and I was I was impressed. I was impressed. <laughs> I mean, you did a great job at putting that little hat on there. Thank you. It fit perfectly. Like I said, it was perfect. Yeah, it really was. It. it really was. Did I tell you that? I can't remember if I mentioned that we had it. We were walking around Michael's with it, and. It was like in a little pouch, and at one point Tony was holding the end of it to make sure the little hat fit. And I was like, "Put that away! Somebody's gonna see it and think it was weirdos." <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that's the first time a dick's ever been in Michael's. Hey, hey, hot take, hot take. Um, well, what have you watched? What are you What are you watching lately? What have you seen? Okay, so this is a real random one. I think so. Tony was looking for some, um, like you know how we love homeowner horror and that kind yeah. of thing. So he was looking in that realm, and he came across this movie, which I barely, I vaguely recalled the name, and I've definitely never seen it. Disturbia. I've seen Disturbia. Oh, that's a Rihanna song, isn't it? <laughs> it might be actually. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know. I know that it is. Um, for a fact. For a 2007 Shia LaBeouf movie. That's right. <laughs> Oh, Shia. That's sort of vaguely rear window Oh, I've seen this. Yeah. I've seen it's it. Very it's rear a rear it's a, sure. it's a mm-hmm. rear window requel, if you will. I mean. <laughs> I won't, yeah. but someone might. I mean, I'm telling you that they that, that they marketed it that way. They were like, this is a requel to rear window. Um, oh, Shia. Shia, Shia, Shia. <laughs> okay, you know what? Here's the thing. I swear to you, I believe this might be the first movie I've ever seen him in. Because what? I mean, I've known of him forever and ever, and I, but I, like, as I was watching him, I was like, I don't know that I know his deal. Like, I've not seen him act, you know? And I went, and I literally, the only movie in his whole repertoire that I had seen was Charlie's Angels in 2003, but I don't even remember him in it. He had to have been, like, a little kid or something. Yeah, I didn't know he was in that. Or not a little kid, but, like, a teen. I 
do not know his movies. Like, I never saw Transformers. I never saw an Infomaniac. I never saw any of the things he's super famous for at all. You didn't see, so you never saw Peanut Butter Falcon. No. Well, you should definitely do a double feature of Transformers and Nymphomaniac. Those two Stop. go oh, yeah. super that well together. Like a good night. Stop. Um, but yeah, I know. I'm like, I have a, I have a weird style of blind spot. Have you, However, have you seen the Sia music videos? No. You, you have hair. What, she did like the, you know, she did the chandelier, isn't it? He's in the chandelier music video dancing around with the dance mom's little girl. Hmm, um, hmm, no, your really your knowledge of Shia is really it's, okay, bottom, but bottom. you know what? The weirdest part is, yeah, I am one degree away from him. Okay, uh, you'd better protect yourself. Let's, let's hear this. Let's well, hear, yeah, watch so out. So, I previously, you know. Years ago, I worked at, um, you know, like a high-end curtain yes, and bedding yes. shop. Where you helped, where, this is where this, the um, Nikki K. Whale Tail sighting happened. Oh, yeah. my Lord. Oh, no, that was actually at the, oh, at the high-end furniture store before that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, different, different <laughs> Nikki K. Whale Yeah, so, um, but, you know, at the, at the place, the drapes, so this, that was all kinds of furniture and full-on design, and then this other one was just draperies and bedding. But, you know, who did come in there? Cheryl Crow. I, I met Cheryl a couple times in that uh, shop. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> very kind was she soaking up the sun when you saw her she was it was a sunny day she commented on all the sun that she was so getting no, understand um <laughs> but okay so when i worked at the so we had um a drapery workroom in the basement and one of the uh, the employees of the drapery workroom she did a lot of sewing and beautiful you know drapery work and stuff her, her she was shia's aunt oh. Oh. literally her uh husband's i guess his um uncle so she was the aunt so yeah I am so shocked. You know, Lisa, because... Her last name was Lada. Wow. I'm really shocked because, you know, for you, I would think that the bag on the head, I'm not famous anymore, would be appealing. I would think that the the time that he watched all of his films, remember the installation work that he did there? Um, Or the time that you could... You could walk up to him and say whatever you wanted. Mm. Remember that thing he did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I, like I, I know about 10 people. A, maybe I'm one degree away because I know about 10 people who are like, hey, I'm going to go down, see that Shia LaBeouf thing today and go tell him he's a dick. <laughs> you know, I definitely knew a, a bunch of people who got in that line just to be like, you're fucking I dude. remember all of that. It's like, I've always sort of known of his deal, but for some, seriously, when I was watching this video, I was like, how have I never seen right. him act? Like, I do not think I have. And, um, and what he was on some Nickelodeon show or Disney or something that I was too old for when that happened. So I didn't mm-hmm. see that. And, do we think I he's just, cute? Is he cute? Do you think he's cute? Okay, listen. Okay, I had a lot of thoughts on that. Okay. <laughs> so in, okay, I think in the later years, as more of just the personality that I would see him in images of and in, in clips from movies, he has a beard, and I prefer that because he looks more, you know, manly and bearded, and I think it works. And in this, he's playing a teen, so he did not have a beard. And right. you know what? He's got a little bit of Simpsons mouth. <laughs> oh my god you know i i maybe i yes. need to yes. look. google his face without a beard and google literally any character from the simpsons and you will see what i mean There's okay like okay this is a great overhang. image comparison i like this yes if you because i did it while i was watching i was like hmm, am i getting a simpsons now vibe and i did i while i was on my phone i like pulled up <laughs> parts <and> confirmed <laughs> to make sure i wasn't making it up but he's got a little simpsons now so I would say that I prefer a bearded Shia to a, a non hot take. I think a lot of people probably do. Yeah, a lot of Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I like a beard anyway, just in general. Right, right. I'm I mean, scruffy, I scruffy beard boy. I, I did know that. That's why you like Corey. 
Hey, um, all right. Somebody go. does. Got Very that going exactly. for me. So did you like Disturbia, though? What, did, what are okay, your thoughts? You know what? It had a lot going on. It, you know, it's got a, it's sort of a teen movie thing. It's um, a rear window mystery solving type thing. There's um, a lot of action, a little bit of horror. Um, there's a, oh, there's a dead dad. We got a dead dad right off the bat. So that's the whole emotional. We know, love that. R.I.P. So I it had a lot, and honestly, it was pretty enjoyable. Like a lot, you know what I mean? Just because I mean, yes, it's very 2007 stuff, but it, it there was flip phones, there was um, there was a lot of oh, there was um, let's see, let me look at my notes. So there was a uh, there was oh yeah, there was an Apple product, heavy Apple product placement. I mean, not just the laptop. There was a whole section where he was trying to sign in his iTunes, but his mom had prevented. Cause, oh well, in case anyone doesn't know the movie, he. It is, okay, his dad died. It was very dramatic, very troubling. And then he was acting up at school and may have punched his Spanish teacher and then got put on house arrest. So hence the reason the rear window, you know. Oh, yeah. He's, he's like got the collar on. He's got the, the ankle home. cuff. He's ankle cuffed. Yeah. yeah. Which he did at one point put a skull sticker on it. And I really liked that attention to detail. And then later in the movie, they show it again. And he had added some flame stickers, which I thought was a pretty cute touch. Like that they showed you know, that he was, you know, decorating his sickle bracelet. I would. I mean, well, you know. Well, yeah. um, so, um, but yeah, so the mom, okay, the mom, by the way, guess who the mom is? Carrie Ann Moss, y'all. Yeah. We love. We love. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So um, she kind of brought down the hammer and, and turned off his Xbox Live and, like, cut the cord with the iTunes because he couldn't log in and stuff. And um, so that was some, some heavy-duty Apple product placement. And then later, there was a the whole iPod thing where it was someone was threatening to throw it um, out the window of like the second story and, and I guess, you know, break it. And he, he says, that's 60 gigs of my life. Oh so, man, 60 I mean, whole gigs. That's a, is that a lot though in 07? I it it was a lot in 07. It is now like, it's like the, the $5 size of my, milkshake. Yeah. It's the size of my, uh, <laughs> like Gmail inbox now except that the five dollar milkshake i question this this is like i keep going over this about pulp fiction which is that the five dollar milkshake at the time wasn't that outrageous mm. i, Come I on, really Quentin. think in the mid 90s that is bougie I, that is the worst thing that i Quentin don't Tarantino know has I, ke- ever done. I keep thinking like i was very much alive and well and drinking milkshakes in the 90s and i don't i don't remember i can't i yeah anyway <laughs> 60 gigs, $5 oh. milkshake, whatever. We'll never know yeah. until we get into a time machine. And I feel like that's not the first stop we're going to make. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, like I said, it had a lot going on. It was pretty enjoyable because you're going kind of from a little, you know, you got family drama. You got the whole inner workings of how uh, house arrest works, which I had no idea about. But they talked about how you can only go so far from... You're, the line, it's like a, there's a modem type thing in the house and you can only go so far from that. And when you cross it, it beats red. And then you have 10 seconds to go back in to make it beat green. And he found the boundaries and he kind of marked it in the yard with string so he would know like how far he could go. And I don't know, it was very interesting to see that whole thing, just learn about the process of being on house arrest. Um, you know, not that hopefully I'll ever need to know, but, um, but yeah, so I thought that was interesting. And, um, and then in, okay, so of course there's um, a, a hot neighbor gal has moved in next of door. Of course, of course. Yeah, and she's, quote, from the city, unspecified. They don't say where because it's disturbing. So, like, you know, a suburb is a suburb is a suburb, man. I and guess a city is a city is a city, man. That's a true. A city is a city is a city. 
And so she's cool gal, and she, you know, she comes over and she plays video games and orders pizza with him and his bestie who has anime hair. And you know, it's like <laughs> a fun, you know, cool girl. Um, and then, um, and then the mystery starts to build, and they're watching this creepy neighbor, and he's doing things that seem weird. And yeah, so there's a whole kind of that's the the, the rear window side of things. And um. Oh, I forgot about this. Um, the hot neighbor gal does make a Martha Stewart joke regarding the house arrest. So that was very topical of the time. Oh, yeah. That's right. You got to work Martha that in there. We forget so that. that was, I know. I know. I, yes. I never forget our, our, our queen of, uh, of home and craft. She was in prison, y'all. So um, anyway, uh, oh, there's a YouTube shout out. But like kind of like early days YouTube. Like, wow, this is going to be huge on YouTube. And, and it was kind of like the Apple thing and the iPhones. I mean, the, um, the iPod thing. And it just felt very like, look at this technology. Isn't it so cool? Don't you want some kids? And I guess in 07, we did. We would We definitely we were thirsty stuff. for that. We wanted all that. Yeah. We wanted, wanted those 60 gigs and those YouTube videos. God. All, two, all 250 of them. Where the hot neighbor gal was taking photos on her flip phone of the creepy neighbor man um, while he was out shopping because they were trying to like case his his joint she was sort of trailing him so you know she could let the boys know if he came home and she's like texting or like uploading the photos to him like in real time and he's really marveled by it he's like whoa we're getting this is like a live feed and it was just sort of you know literally like she's just sending picture after picture but anyway there was a lot of very um antiquated technology that that was they were very impressed with and needed to show up but i mean you know again it was a seven like weren't we all you know yeah i mean i I was dazzled by that at the time this this sounds like a pro watch like i feel like you're you're feeling good about this i i so i will say i enjoyed i found out later when i did like a little recap of it that apparently steven spielberg was actually heavily involved which i think kind of made a lot of sense in terms of like you know, touches on that suburbia, E.T. kind of poltergeisty. Obviously, they're not epic. It wasn't an epic like those. But some of that kind of like spielberg life in America, but there's a dark side kind of thing to it that is, you know, a little interesting. But, um, yeah, I would watch it. I mean, I, yeah, I would say watch it. If you hadn't seen it, I thought it was very enjoyable. If you can get past the Simpsons mouth. Um, oh, and his name. Okay, y'all. We don't need to laugh so much. His name they, I don't recall her hearing it. Maybe they said it at the little court trial at the beginning when he was getting in trouble. I don't recall hearing it for a very long time. I looked. It was 26 minutes in before I heard them say his name, which is Kale. Was the <laughs> <laughs> and, and at one point, I, put, I wrote this, um, you're breaking my heart, Kale. That is a quote from the movie. <laughs> so the kale was a bit silly, but I mean, you know, uh, and we, I think it was written out at one point or we saw a text or something and it was, yeah, it was K-A-L-E. So, you know, that's somebody, somebody made that choice, but you know. Yeah, again, they did. Was this pre or after the era of the like eat more kale stickers or like I'm, ca- you know, powered by kale? Mm. Remember the kale yeah. craze? I mean, I know it that it's been. still happening. A Caesar, a kale Caesar might happen in my future here actually, Ooh. but course, um, I mean, yeah, yeah. kale is here to Day, but yeah, but remember right, the, there was a phase like, where we like kale propaganda kale in the 2000s. I feel of. like yeah, this like, this predates it slightly, yeah. but I have no reason or evidence to support that. Once again, <laughs> when we get in that time machine, these are stops that are going to be like 70 and 80 down the list, you know. Seven, the it's, it's that hot. Hot. <laughs> it's, it comes it comes somewhere after go see what Jesus is up to. <laughs> yeah, somewhere after. <laughs> but before like what were original Pop-Tarts tasting like? Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> 
I mean, trust but, me, um, you don't want to see me and Lisa's time machine list. It, it's oh my gosh, it would be. I think about this. All the things we have to go and do. Oh my lord, it's long. It's a long list. Oh man. Um, but yeah, and then just a couple other little of that time not notes. I will say that the soundtrack there was a very prominently placed system of a down song. Yes, and yes. a also prominent Kings of Leon song. Oh, so I feel like uh, we're right on track. But was it Sex genre. is on Fire? Oh. It wasn't that one. It was a different, it was a, maybe a deep cut or something. Ooh. So, But I could tell it was a King of a Leon. Well, oh, gosh, you know what? I met a King of Leon when I worked at Bradford's in the same place with all the Which, one which King, King of, Leon. of Leon? Was it the, I don't the know. biggest douchebag? I don't bag? know, but I knew it was, it was one of wow. them. Wow. Yeah. He had to sign this receipt. He looked like a rocker, and he had a real long beard, and he had to sign a receipt, and I looked at the last name, and I was like, that seems familiar, and I Googled him, and he was a King of Leon. So I did yeah. one of them, you now know, that I'm thinking about it. The Kings of Leon as a band keeps just catching strays from this podcast. Really we are does. really anti-Kings of Leon, and we have established that on this podcast before. They're punchable. <laughs> well, they've, they've got Simpson's mouth underneath those beards. I mean, probably. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are those beards hiding? You never know what a beard is hiding, honestly, though. Yeah, they make me. That's true. They make me really that's, uncomfortable. That's why I grew one because I just want people <laughs> to speculate. Um, yeah. I, I I saw one thing. I I saw this movie in theaters in two thousand seven, and then too. promptly forgot it I existed. Did too. But looking at the cast list, Viola Davis is a cop in this movie. Is oh, she yes, like the investigator? The who, no, she's just the one that comes to the house to set up the. Um, ankle bracelet and you know kind of she and the mom sort of have a rapport kind of like these kids am i right you know and mm. so it's a bit part but she's the the ankle bracelet can we call it a branklet person. a brankle we, we shouldn't but we could <laughs> i think it's a brankle brankle it <laughs> so i guess this is nearly the last time in history that viola davis would take a bit part like that like cause uh, she's is it, she's is about the last to get... time she would share screen with shia Yes. Probably. Also, yes. It has to be. I mean, everybody's right? abandoned ship on him, right? Well, and and when you mentioned Spielberg a minute ago, Lisa, like the the important context there is that Spielberg was all in on Shia LaBeouf. Like yeah, he Spielberg, went balls deep on Shia. Spielberg was like, "This is the future. This guy's going to be a movie star." And he put him in Disturbia, and then he helped get him cast in Transformers, and then Indiana Jones Four a year oh, after yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. haven't seen any of those. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Well, you're you're probably fine. It's just that you know, then Shia like trashed all those movies and couldn't shut the fuck up, and then Spielberg was like, "I'm out. I'm done." Yeah, distance yourself. Yeah, yeah he burned his Spielberg bridge. Yeah, and so. that's that's a bridge you don't want to burn. If you intend to work no, as an actor, eh, if you already cha- cash the check, who cares? I like. <laughs> do, you, do you intend on getting future checks? No, I mean, I think that's where I that's where I respect Shia. He was like, I got enough, and now I'm gonna be it. now I'm gonna be myself. Now the now, fact that himself is a douchebag, right, I can't. He, help he it. should not do that. Uh, okay, he should not be himself. Know. Uh-oh. I when I in my Shia research, even though literally, like I said, I'm one degree away from him, he is married to Mia Goth. Yes. Oh, I didn't realize I that. Yeah. Oh God. Um, it's been kind of an on again, off again thing. I wonder as why. far as I know. Yeah, for real. Um, my man has been very troubled for a very long mm-hmm. time, and I'm sure that like standing in like an art gallery and telling people to call you a dick uh, did not contribute to his mental. Wellness. You can punch me if you want. You know. Uh, if you he's got a semi autobiographical film called Honey Boy that we played at the cinema, Lisa. If you want to dive into some Shia, huh? um, okay, that's one okay. thing. That's one of the ones you can don't you don't you suggest Corey that that would be one to 
It gives you a little autobiographical. You know, I actually never saw Honey Boy. Oh, I yeah. think it's good. You should both see I, it. I heard it was very pretty good. good. I've okay. never, I've never okay. seen okay. it. I've heard of the name of that, but I didn't. I don't know much about it. So, okay, noted. I'll put that in my my future Shire watching. Not a bad wreck. It was one of the very first films we screened. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, um, well, thank you for bringing us this. I also would jump on board with a recommendation for this one. I think it's kind of fun. Yeah, it was fun. I like it. That it has it has a little bit of everything. A little teen teen romance. A little um, you know. Uh, murder mystery serial killer situation so it's 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 got a lot of things yeah well it's no john waters film but yeah i gotcha of course not of course all right well we'll talk to you next time ross get out there and watch okay sounds good okay bye. bye bye well thank you for listening to the side talks podcast we are your own personal cinematic I am exquisite, and I am thriving. Oh, my God. Uh, well, these are uh, two things that I would never say. Um, you would have to uh-oh. if you went to Cafe Gratitude in L.A. Oh, Lord. What is, oh, and so wanted these... to order food. What? These, these are, are menu, menu items. items? These are menu items. These are menu items. Okay. It, it grossed me out just to say them, but somehow them being menu items allowed me to bring this to you today. Okay. Well, so I need you to know. I just need you to know. Um I, 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 I look at this. I didn't even write down what I have to look up what I am exquisite is, but I can tell you this. Uh-huh. I am, ex, I am eccentric is Buffalo cauliflower no. for $17 and 75 cents. That's too much for that. And I am thriving is the soup of the day. Uh huh. And my favorite thing about the soup of the day is a cup of the soup of the day is $12 and 50 cents. But if you want a focaccia crostini or gluten-free bread, it is $4.25 extra. I just don't think I can afford to visit Los Angeles. <laughs> you, uh, apparently you are not thriving. But my favorite menu item is this. I am sharing. Oh. Do you want to know what I am sharing is? Uh, it's fucking of, nachos. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a saucer of so, hot water for $9.50. So, um, I don't know. Say something else while I just quickly look at, like, let me see uh, well, if I can find I out. I am... am not into those prices. I think that sounds... <laughs> well, you've got to pick one of these. I... I'm looking. Cafe Gratitude. This is terrible. I am not into it. Oh, I... I... Buffalo cauliflower, though, you know, pretty good. Okay, so you're eccentric. I mean, we'll just leave it at that. I am eccentric. You're eccentric. I am thriving. Yeah. There we go. There you go. I mean... What do you think? So here, let me ask y'all. Whenever I have to go to a Starbucks and I don't, I'm not a fan. The coffee, uh-huh. I mean, look, if Starbucks wants to sponsor, that's great. But I got to tell you, they're, they're probably not. And the coffee tastes burnt. It's not very good. It's served too hot. I agree. These are all things I don't like about them. It's and it's good. just, it's like everybody's coming out there with a milkshake thinking they're drinking coffee. Yeah, no, it's not So, good. but when I go there, I refuse to say this. I refuse to learn their fucking language. You don't. You don't say venti. No. And when they look or at me, grande? and I'll say, I'll be like, I'd like a, I'd like a medium. And then they look at me, and they're like, So you want a venti? I said, No, I want a medium. And we go back and forth for a while until they finally like begrudgingly get a cup and are pissed. You know, Paul and then Rudd's misspell character. my name like Mulgan. Mulgan, that's funny. Paul Rudd's character in the movie Role Models like has a breakdown about that. And a large black coffee. A what? Large black coffee. Do you mean a venti? No, I mean a large. He means a venti, yeah. The biggest one you got. Venti is large. Mm, no, venti is 20. Danny. Yeah. Large is large. 
In fact, tall is large, and grande is Spanish for large. Venti's the only one that doesn't mean large. It's also the only one that's Italian. Congratulations, you're stupid in three languages. In, I agree with this. Yeah, but th- that's like a scene that charts his I had you no know, idea. emotional well, um, distress and uh, sort of sets off his girlfriend, Elizabeth Banks, to you know really lay down the law. You got to shape up or ship out there. Oh, I, I'm Paul on Rudd. his side on that. Um, and I guess what I'm getting at is that if I was at Cafe Gratitude, I don't, I wouldn't want to say, hey, server, I am thriving. I would want to, or, or I am exquisite, or I would just want to say, I'm going to have the buffalo cauliflower. Yeah. Uh, but I don't do you wanna, think they would bring it to me? For 1775, yeah, they, they you better, better fucking bring it to me. I, I don't want to lie to you and say that I am thriving, so please just bring me the right, soup. Right. I want to <laughs> eat this and and so that I can maybe thrive. I don't see, I don't foresee myself thriving. I, I am not currently <laughs> thriving, but perhaps if you were to bring me the soup of the day, we would we would re, we will reevaluate post soup. The best part is when I was in LA recently, um, I did I saw a closed Cafe Gratitude and Uh-oh. I thought, isn't that ironic, don't you think? Oh. A little too ironic. Oh, I have a text from Lisa. Uh oh. I completely forgot to mention there's a scene when he's in the early stages of house arrest where he is watching Cheaters, the show Cheaters. Uh-huh. Oh my god, it doesn't get more early two thousands than that. Yeah, that's pretty... make sure to tell Corey and the podcast about that too, please. Well, I'm glad we were able to work that in there. I am too. Well, thank you for listening to the Side Talks podcast. I am Rachel Morgan. Out. See what I did there? Yep. I do. Yeah. Are um, you, you're not going to follow suit? I'm not going to follow suit. Um, <laughs> you are not thriving. You are not, not exquisite. You are not eccentric. <laughs> I am at best eccentric. Of those three, that's the only one that I would self-apply mm, and only God. then reluctantly. Um, thank you to Batwell Studios. Are you 1775? Uh, I... Don't think I do. You get, get the Cristini. I just want that to come with my salad. Period. Like my soup. Period. I want the Cristini just for free. Wow. Well, so. don't go to Cafe Gratitude. Clearly. Um. Thanks, Brad. Thank You're you. Welcome. Um. And visit us online at sidewalkfest.com. Uh. Follow us on social media at Sidewalk Film. You know, if you visit sidewalkfest.com, you can get tickets to what we are showing at the cinema. Um, we do not offer crustinis on the side. That was the sound of Lisa texting prayer hands. Prayer hands. <laughs> um, but it is cheaper than, than 1775, uh, a ticket to a movie there. And you can get some good snacks, um, that aren't crustinis or thriving. But we also soups. don't make you say, I am what it we fill in the blank. Start. We, we should start. We should right. name things. You're right, you're right, right. We should give things even more ridiculous names than we already do. And, force people to say them um something to consider yeah let's have that meeting okay yeah i'll let you bring it up i will yeah they love (laughs) they love me when i bring up stuff like that all right uh batwell studios podcast division your words our expertise